Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. It has been a couple of months now since they had that eclipse thing. I don't hear people talking about it anymore. But one of our uh, listeners... Are you there, Lisa, by the way? Yes. I thought okay. maybe I thought maybe you were just talking to yourself. Like, I thought you like might have left the... Like you were left. thinking out loud. But yeah, I'm here. I'm part of the conversation. I kind of am. I am kind of thinking out loud. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, one of our uh, wonderful listeners, uh, Chris... Uh, sends me interesting stuff. He's got a great eye for spotting bizarre uh, classified ads and magazine and newspaper oddities and <laughs> funny cartoons. Like and that. he he found this one from a Craigslist posted in the San Francisco area in August, uh, preceding that total solar eclipse that passed over Oregon and other parts of the United States. And I think I can't remember what magazine this was in, but it was like the New Yorker or Harper's or one of those kind of magazines. And this is from a Craigslist ad. <laughs> and this was it. I am 40 years of age, Caucasian male from Europe. My heritage is strong and pure. My looks, instincts, knowledge, and strength are 100% lethal. I am looking for a worthy female with strong genes, beauty, and smarts to experience the totality eclipse in Oregon. Exact place, not set. If we have chemistry, I would like for us to make love while the eclipse is happening. <laughs> when totality occurs, we will have simultaneous orgasms and conceive a child who will be on the next level of human evolution. Wow. We will make love with my penis directed toward the sun. <laughs> Our cosmic orgasmic energy will be aligned with the planets. In a brief moment of ecstasy, we will understand everything and together create a new universe full of love. You must like cats. Drugs are okay. <laughs> wow. That does not say in the article if it was ever answered by anyone. Wow. So it must have been somebody out there said, eh, sounds good to me. I think I'll meet this guy. So if he has to have his penis aimed at the sun, that would really only leave one um, position option. Viable, viable position. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Do you yeah. do you have the uh, but, do, do you have the contact? When's the next eclipse coming around? <laughs> I may have to make a phone call. <laughs> all right, this is all I've got. One every this sixteen a, years or something. This I is all know. that's been provided for me. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, good to talk to you again. You had um, the World Series is now over with, and 
And, uh, you know, uh, now this is kind of a period where there's not any baseball, and I love baseball. But uh, you told me, and then I didn't hear the entire story, but you told me that you met somebody Mm -hmm. on one of your trips who had a connection with the Chicago Cubs that was kind of unusual. What Can you remind me of what that was? Yeah, and I don't know exactly. Um, uh, he worked for the Cubs in what would be called I, apparently the promotions department, which would also be, um, which would include the mascot. So that's oh, yeah, yeah. sort yeah. of the, I, I guess that's the department that he worked in. So he would, when the mascot would make appearances, because you know mascots can't talk. Did you know that? They well, can't, generally they, can't they, say, they don't because they'd be muffled anyway. You can't say yeah. anything. So this guy was the mascot handler, and he would assist him uh, during personal appearances. And when people would ask him questions, um, the the this guy would be the one who would answer the question for the for the. I don't oh, even, I see. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I thought he was the guy. I thought he was the guy that got to wear the costume. He said he did on occasion because, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes when the guy is sick, he'd have to wear it. But for the most yeah, part. Yeah, that's when, that's when you'd want to wear it, right after the guy was sick. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what the, and this is what a poor conversationalist I was that night. I didn't even ask him what the mascot was. I don't know. Is I it think a, I've seen, I think I've seen the Cubs. No, it's, it's a, it's like a baseball head. With a that's a it's a head that's like a baseball. Well, and are a little the cubs up top? Are the cubs because there's bear cubs, there's lion cubs. Yeah. Well, shouldn't it be? Which one is it? What are the cubs it's named not, after? I I don't have it in front of me, but my memory says to me that it is a it's just a a head that's shaped like a baseball has the seams on it and everything and a little smiley face no. with a like, little cap on. No. It's not an animal. What I'm asking you is what the cubs the team is named after. Is are they lion cubs or are they bear cubs? Are they even does anybody unknown. even know? Oh really? Un- unknown. Well that's I would, dumb. I would assume it's bear bear cubs. Uh Chicago it doesn't sound like a place that has a lot of bears walking around in it. Well, and I've always thought that that's kinda well, odd to have, there have are- a mascot it, it should be like an animal, if you're going to name it after an animal, that you would associate with with that town or that that region, right? Well, well, if that's your logic, there aren't a lot of panthers in, where does, North Carolina, South Carolina? There yes, are, yeah, I think there would be they, panthers, they, there's humans. panthers there? I think, well, I think probably in the early uh, settlement of that area, <laughs> certainly they were running around, I would guess. Okay. I don't know. Uh, wolves, you know, we uh, there teams around. Uh, I've uh, I, I've done an actual examination of this kind of thing before. The you, you know what the um, Evergreen College's no uh, mascot is the are the gooey ducks. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's fierce. <laughs> there are worse than that. Are you supposed uh, to name your? Isn't the team supposed to sort of the team name supposed to you know represent um, <clears throat> strength and 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 you know sort of it, it, scare the other teams? It should have a, a some some ferociousness or fierceness to it. Yeah, yeah. which is why My they made John... the, they they made the Seahawks logo a little fiercer a few years yeah. ago 
Because yeah. it, it looked like a, just a dumb, friendly bird, like, doo, 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 hi, I'm a Seahawk. But now it looks like it would tear your eyes out. A Seahawk is a peregrine falcon, I think. Yeah. Is, and, uh, yeah, they look fierce. <clears throat> John, my friend John Keister used to point out that where he went to high school, uh, Franklin High School was the Franklin Quakers, which, of course, is a peace-loving sect. Uh, right. religious sect. Right. So he said, we didn't scare any of the other football teams. <laughs> right. Oh, here, here come those guys that are into peace and love. <laughs> Gee, we're really scared. They're, they're going to help us win. And now the high school mascot Hall of Fame. These are real. The Yuma Criminals. The Mount Clemens High School Bathers. The Frankfurt High School Hot Dogs. The Antioch High School Half-Breeds. The Watersmart High School Nimrods. The Grimsley High School Whirlies. The Centralia, Illinois High School Orphans. And if there are new high schools looking for mascot names, consider the Fighting Dorks, the Rambling Pinheads, and the Running Swords. And then they've got... um... I can't remember where it is. It might be Garfield or one of the local high schools. I'm going to say that it's the Vikings, perhaps, or something. But at any rate, it's it's a team, and most of the athletic teams at this particular high school are 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 black. You know, there are very few white guys, but yet their symbol was this white guy in a Viking hat with a red beard, probably. Yeah, which makes no, which made no sense. So I think. Some of these uh, some of these mascots have to be reviewed. You know, the Indians, for example, once mm-hmm. a very popular designation, has kind of or the and there's still debate over the Washington Redskins and right and that the appropriateness of that name. There's a there's a really fun story. It's probably largely apocryphal, but I've always loved it, and it had to do with minor league baseball here in the Northwest. And I think it was one of the teams was a Boise team. So they let's say they were the Boise Hawks and they had a mascot, uh, Hockey Hawk, let's say, okay. or Tommy Hawk or whatever. But it was a, it, so it'd be a guy like the Mariner Moose or Squatch or whatever. They'd run around during the game and he'd do antics and jump on the dugout and entertain the kids. And, and Hockey Hawk was the mascot. Well, during one of the games, as sometimes happens in baseball or any sport, there's uh, some conflict. There's a, they call it a rhubarb in baseball, an argument, a, a fight breaks. Somebody doesn't On... like the um, they don't like the umpire's call or. Uh, okay, you know, you're talking somebody... about the fans, not the players. I'm talking about what happens on the field. Oh, you're talking about yeah. the players. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. And so there's a big fight, and somebody's yelling at the ump, and the ump's yelling, at... and the manager came out, and he's yelling at the ump, and. There, when you're a, a manager, you, there's you can say things to the ump, but you can't you can't say dirty dirty words to them. You can't tell the umpire to do something to himself that isn't physically possible to do to oneself anyway. Okay. Or you're going to get thrown out of the game, and so that's what happens. This they call it. He rang him up. The umpire rang him up through the. Uh, manager out of the game the manager's yelling and screaming all the way to the dugout but you're supposed to leave the field you can't hang around if you're thrown out of the game you're gone you can go down the locker room or whatever but you're out Mm -hmm. you can't you have to disappear 
So that's what finally happened in this game. So fast forward about an inning or two, and the manager of the other team all of a sudden runs out onto the field and is yelling at the ump, and he's pointing to Hockey Hawk. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can guess what happened. Yes. The thrown-out manager donned the Hockey Hawk outfit so he could steal signs from the other team. That's great. And continue managing the game. That's great. Only in minor league baseball. It's just so great. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, So, you, you doing Okay. You're, uh, you're traveling. This is traveling time for you, and uh, I've done a little bit of it myself. I'm, um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, almost finished, and I'll be home for the holidays, and and uh, it'll be nice. Yeah, be, be nice. I, <clears throat> but I, I don't wanna... think I got to tell you about about this. I I uh, got an opportunity to be on a uh, series TV show a few weeks ago to to play a part in a drama. Uh, a dramatic uh, sci-fi type of show. In yeah. fact, it is on the Sci-Fi Channel. the The show is called Z Nation. Yes, it's another. It's another of those millions of z- zombie uh, TV shows. Yeah, you told me all about this. I think I told you, but I don't think we ta- talked about it on the uh, on the podcast. I know you're out there. I can see you running, hiding, yeah. killing. Surviving. In accordance with the emergency executive order, you have been selected for exposure to an experimental substance. I've seen it all. You're looking at the only human known to have survived being bitten by a zombie. His blood carries the antibodies for the ZN1 virus. If we can get him to the lab in California, they can use his blood and make more of the vaccine for the zombie virus. Uh, so it, they shoot this thing up in Spokane, and uh, I, I started to tell you about it in one of our podcasts, and I, I didn't go any further with it. Well, I so I drive to Spokane. I have the part. My my part is I am a local TV news person, an anchor, and I'm a jackass. Uh, so you know they thought of me right away when they when they wrote the part sure and so and so i go there and i'm full of myself and what happens i'm going to give too much of it away like it matters anyway but just give it away we'll watch it it, anyway it it is set in green bay wisconsin and a plane crashes in this storyline and um and there's and then people notice that in the midst of the plane crash and the wreckage and the fire there are passengers that are getting up and walking out of the plane they're kind of shuffling yeah. Off the plane, and the reports are kind of sketchy, and something doesn't look right. These people should all be dead. So this TV station breaks the story, and me, the pompous news anchor, is nowhere to be found. So they have to put a young woman who is a brand spanking new weathercaster uh, on the air to do the anchoring of this breaking news story. And uh, she acquits herself very well. She's great. And the entire crew of the station says, man, you did it. You did a great job. We're so proud of you. That was tough. Way to go. So then later I show up and I'm going to take over. And uh, I come bursting in and I tell her to get, you know, I'm sitting in my chair on the news set. And I'm very rude to her. She is upset and she leaves the set in tears. And 
I think that's kind of funny because I'm, I'm a bully. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's the basic uh, setup for the thing, at which point um, all kinds of madness ensues. And the news director and, uh, you know, all the other people in the station pretty much all become zombies. And they bite me in the face. And then I become a zombie. And, <laughs> and, and the end. I like so that they I, bite you in the face, not in yeah. the leg or no. or the in arm the or the butt, yeah. but they just bite you right in the face. Yeah, that's right a in the bad. Face. That's a bad place to get bit by anything. It is. There's this one great scene where you see this guy, this guy, emerging from my face, and he's got one of my ears in oh. his mouth. And then the other guy has I forget what he's got like uh, my nose or something like that. So uh, then years later, like eight years later, the heroes of this ongoing TV series come into this station, which by then is vacant and, and uh, you know, long abandoned. Uh, and then I come running out. Oh, you're, so you're still around? I'm still, a, I'm still a living zombie now. And they, they kill me. And, and the way they kill me is great. They, they, uh, they took a – they have an Emmy – and they stabbed me in the head with the sharp part of the Emmy award. The wings. The wings of yeah, the wing, Emmy. Yeah, the wing. The wing part, yeah. That's because awesome. Because earlier, earlier I've been bragging about how I won eight local Emmys. And then <laughs> when they kill me, they said, no, you shouldn't have used that on him. And they, he said, who cares? It was a local Emmy anyway. <laughs> you go to my head and you linger like a haunting refrain and I find you spinning round in my brain it's a TV show about zombies but it's got a sense of humor about it it's not really a comedy but it's somewhere in between and so, so anyway that's the name of it again what's it again? called Z called Z nation you go to my head and what's it? Is it on Netflix? Amazon. It's on Sci-Fi. Sci but you can probably yeah. find the series on Netflix or on Sci-Fi. I mean, Amazon. I, I don't know when. I don't know when the new season begins. Um, and this, obviously, this particular episode will, you know, I'm 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 living and then I'm gone, so right. I, won't, I won't. But uh, their new season will begin, and I'll I'll, I'll let folks know when it's going to be on. Uh, I don't like to watch that kind of stuff myself. I do. But I am kind of curious because there's a lot of special effects that will happen after the fact, and I'm going to be curious to see how they pull all this stuff together. Oh, yeah. I bet and, it's terrific. And make it work. Could be fun. Could be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's called Z Nation, but it, big production, and they shoot most of it in Spokane. I didn't, I didn't know this. And uh, all total, there's about 150 people involved with it. I mean, it's a big production. Mm -hmm. they got big, important makeup people there that have done all these other projects. They're all talking shop when I'm in there. Kind of fascinating. Yeah, that they'll, sounds fun. They'll say stuff like, hey, you know what? I'm so sorry they stopped making uh, Z14 because I don't think Z15 is nearly has the adhesion quality that the, that the other one did. Do you? Oh, I agree. <laughs> it's not as 
it doesn't stay on as well. Yeah, I don't know why they changed it. Yeah, I, I don't know either. It just it, it, the other worked so well, you know. And then I I heard that the that the guys that ran the company weren't getting along with each other, and so they they did some kind of like product switch. Yeah, I I, I guess, and I, you know, I don't know what the hell they're talking about, but it's just fun. Yeah, that is and, sounds like a lot of fun. Then they break. Uh, so, but we had to shoot at the, a real TV station in Spokane, and in order to shoot there, we had to do it on the weekend, and we had to do it when they weren't using the news set. So we begin shooting at midnight, and we'd go all the way through the morning oh. and into into the next day. So I, I really was a zombie by the time I was done with it, but it really was fun. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. It's the time of the season when love runs high in this time give it to me easy and let me try with pleasure so uh one thing that happened were you going to say something well i wanted to just share with you that you know one of the recent trips i got home from um everything in my house decided to break at once i, I don't know well, see, you you don't have to deal with it because when you leave, you've got somebody, you know, keeping the home fires lit and dealing with all that stuff, and um, you probably don't have to worry about it. But I, I have, I've got, I am the only one that can do anything about anything that's broken. And three things broke while I was gone, and I get, I get home. One of the things which is supremely important was my coffee maker. It just decided to. Uh, overflow the basket with the grinds and put the grounds in the coffee itself. You mean when you and were I not drank there? it and I drank it anyway. When I got you mean, home, when so I got this home, happened, this no, happened the the when I got home. This happened when you got home. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it could have happened when you were before your trip. It, you know, it was ready to go. Yeah. So okay, I had that to deal with then. Uh, my television the night before I left started fading. The picture started fading, and I'd already fixed. This is a big screen TV I've had for a long time, and I've already fixed it once because I know how to put the how to change out the the, the lamp. projection lamp and all of that. Yeah. And it's not easy, yeah. but I've done it once yeah, before. Yeah, I, I I did it too. Yeah, it, it's it's not easy, but so I knew that was going on. So I ordered another one to be. Uh, arrive at my home while I was on this trip so I could fix it when I got home. Well, I spent, you know, a couple hours putting this new lamp in and everything was fine. And then the picture started just blinking in and out like every three seconds. So it wasn't fading. It was just now I don't know why, what. So, so I just thought I can't, I don't know how to fix this anymore. I know I can't do it. And I just, just decided I'm going to just buy another television yeah, and, you got to. You know that that the good news is that you can get a really good TV set. I know, set I know, for good price. For pretty cheap now. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, while everything else in the world is going up in price, electronics are you know getting better, and the prices are are not bad. They're not cheap, but not bad. And then um, I go to get some water out of my refrigerator. I have, uh, like you do, a water dispenser on the front in in on the front door and the ice is coming out good but there's no water coming out all day i face the barren waste without the taste of water cool water so oh, wow. I, 
that's I could probably fix that. I just I don't know how, and I don't feel like it because it's. You know what you might have to ref- do. It's a refrigerator. What? You might have to go under the house <laughs> to where the water comes in. I will in. never, ever go under the house. So that's a non-starter. I've right told there, you right? that. Even if I hear a yeah. baby crying or a kitten mewling, I will not go under the house. They're on I their heard. own. I oh. heard. It's so funny. We had we had these guys putting in this downdraft in our new oven in this house we're in now, and uh, and they and they said uh, uh, he said, well, well, we might have to. This guy goes, I might have to go under the house, I guess. Uh, 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 and so I I have to move this stuff out of this closet, and I open up the lid to the... Oh, so get that's like the and portal he, to hell. That lid that leads to the under the yeah, house is the portal to so hell. It's so funny, Lisa, because the guy looks down there. He hasn't gone in there yet. <laughs> he just kind of leans his head down into the hole, and then he goes, Uh, that... I bet I could get this from above. I, I shouldn't have to go down there. Yeah, I, I don't think I have to go down there. And so he has me put the lid back on. It's yeah, really fun. you got it. Yeah. It takes a special person, and typically it's a guy. There's not a lot of women that are going to do that. You'd want, but to, you'd want to wear a full body suit and a burka, I think, to go underneath. Yeah, there. and bite proof gloves. You don't know what's under there, and yeah. oh, well, there's almost certainly, and depending on the time of year, of course. There's going to be everything from big old spooky looking spiders uh, to uh, to rats. We had a guy oh. standing in my yard the other day, and he he's talking to me, and all of a sudden he he brings his foot up and he stomps uh, the ground really hard and says, "Yeah, that was a brown recluse spider right there." Oh so no! Now, so now that's all I'm thinking about at night. But my eyes are wide open. No. How does There's he know one. if it was a brown recluse spider? He, he just said it. I and I never saw the spider because he squashed it. Well, and his eyes are way up above, way high. Yeah. You got to get, you got to peer at him really close to know if they are because they have a special marking on him. So yeah, I think he just said that so he so could be that the big man. Good. Yeah, like it could have been a, a you know a ladybug or something, but he would have still. <laughs> Still wanted to squish it and make it sound like it was a big deal. Right. Yeah, I, d- I don't want to believe him, but it, but it's got me a little concerned. Though. Yeah. So I'm looking over my shoulder. By the way, brown recluse, they're named that because they don't come walking out in, in your yard. They're they are waiting in corners to eat your they're food. They're reclusive. Ops. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. now I don't know why I'm so mad at this guy. I don't even know, but that makes me mad. Ted Kaczynski's in the insect me. world. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, um, so, so anyway, everything went wrong. So, of the three things you talked about there, yeah. you've got the coffee maker. Get a, get a, just get a regular coffee maker. I did. I got a new one. I said, I think I, they cost like 10 cents. I, you can even buy them at secondhand stores. I was going to fix it, but they make those coffee makers now so that you can't fix them because they put these little teeny tiny screws and they drill yep. them way down in there so you, you can't even see down through the hole to even get to it. And it's not just a normal Phillips or a regular conventional screw hole. It's got some yeah. star pattern. And I went, and I, so I, threw my tools to the side. I said, 
Amazon, and buying a new coffee maker. So that yeah. I got today. So I got, I there got was, to have my coffee again. There was a term, and I think it mostly applied to automobiles back in the 60s, I think, maybe even further than I remember. The words planned obsolescence. It's like these these product manufacturers plan things yeah. to go obsolete, so you'll have to buy a new one right. in short order. But they don't uh, want you to fix your own stuff either. They make it hard. No, no. Go, go try to change the oil on your car now. I, I used to do it all the time. You can't get in there. You can't get your yeah. your mitts in there. They have to you have to take it into a garage where they have special equipment or a hoist mm-hmm. so that they can get it up in the air. Oh, it makes me so mad. Damn Trump. Anyway. <laughs> was that what i don't that know have to do with anything so anyway so the tv i went and i bought it and i have a new tv coming uh this weekend um what size 55 inches baby Woo! yeah well yeah, I, I probably would have gone with an 80 myself <laughs> i know guys i know guys, that's so, such a guy thing i know that's the first thing a guy wants to do wants to know I just got a new TV. What size is it? <laughs> it's a 75-incher. Oh, really? That's good. Mine's a 100-incher. Yeah, well, the 75-incher I've got is actually just a standby unit until I get my 220-incher next week. You don't care what the price or the the, no. the, the, the features or whatever are on it. Yeah, you just want Well, I could do... Yeah, Patty, I, my wife says it used to be your car, now it's your TV. Yeah, that's very, very true. That's very true. Um, and then the refrigerator, the I just I can't I can't wrestle around with it and don't want to. So I've called. Well, I, I was going to tell you that that doesn't even sound important to me. You got a tap. You can just get water out of a tap. Well, why do you have to have it on the refrigerator unless you have some kind of soft water thing or no. some filter thing? Is that what you have? Well, hey, you don't need that. I have a water filter, but we've got pretty darn good water up here. Well, I've already yeah. called the I called the repair man. To come out, but do you know how long it's gonna? He can't. The repair people can't come yeah. out for ten days. I'm like, and you're right. Well, that's not it's, it's, me. It's not an emergency, but um, hey, we we have we have to get a gas line of ours repaired, and the guy wasn't gonna be able to get here for two months. Well, that's because when, you live he, out in the middle of nowhere. No, it's because he said he had to have surgery on something, uh, and then he's scheduled way out. I can't remember. His reasons, but uh, so he said, "Okay, well, we'll wait two months because he's really good. Oh. Maybe that's why he's not available." Well, but I, of all of all the things you mentioned, the, the one I could not would find indispensable is the TV. I knew you were going to say and that, and I, I hate to say that, but I that I don't think I if you could cut off my air supply, <laughs> and I might be able to get by for a while. But if you, my so, TV is. I have on another. The, I have another little TV. It's like. Um, I want to say, well, I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I think it's probably, let's see, so 15. So you measure diagonally, right? That's why I never got about TV screens. Why don't that's they just... what I do. I never majored the girth of a it TV. It makes it bigger that way, apparently. 
Um, well, how big is this it's, TV? It's uh, 30 inches, 28. <laughs> the wrong button. This 30, is the one I want. What was it? Oh, that's, that's not it. Okay. Okay. Now ask, say it again. How big is it? I think it's 30 inches, 28 inches. <laughs> so it's tiny. It's little. And you've been in my garden room, and I have it sitting on a little stand in the corner. Well, that's what I'm now watching. But it's so far away. I've So I've pulled the entire stand to within about two feet of my chair so I can watch that one at night. So it's just a dumb setup, and I'm, you know, kind of can't wait for my big TV to get there. So so much fun with my. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. I've tried to carry this with me everywhere. Uh, Most of them are not very good. Uh, Let's see. Oh, this is pretty good one. I just, I, I, I just spilled my coffee. Uh oh. So what's happened here is you're not paying one bit of attention to me and my story, and you've now gotten yourself all distracted with your little toy. Do you want to go through all of them? (laughs) I love this thing. But this soap opera drama stab is the best. My wife will say, hey, Pat, we're we're having pizza for dinner. You're so annoying. Oh my god, you're so annoying. <laughs> and then I'll do it I'll do it to death and then I'll be sick of it and I won't use it anymore. Yeah. I don't stay loyal to anything yeah. except E V. All right, so you were before I wanted to talk about me, you were you were gonna bring something else up, but I had to jump in else I wouldn't have had a chance. So what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna talk now I now I don't even want to because we're almost done here and I uh, no, we got then, a few more minutes. It's our podcast, by the way. I keep, okay, well, I just I wanted keep to reminding get... you this. We can make it as long as if we wanted to do a podcast that was 14 hours long, we could. No, but I'm worn out. And uh, <laughs> but... I mean, I, when I was a younger guy, I could have gone for two hours, but I can't. I can't go that long anymore. <laughs> okay, well, just I don't try. Have the endu- I don't just, have the endurance. Just that I try. Used to. I no, but seriously, I wanted to ask you, and we should have talked about this a long time ago, and it's it's such old news by now that maybe people aren't even buzzing about it anymore. But this whole business uh, of uh, Harvey Weinstein and uh, what a lovely you know, guy, huh? And Bill O'Reilly yeah. and, and Bill Cosby and all of this, mm-hmm. and and my my question to you is: Is this going to be? Is there? Is this? Have we reached a real genuine? cultural tipping point or is this just going to be it'll be all just forgotten again and everybody will go back to business as usual what do you think i don't know i i i think that you know the me too campaign that's been going on facebook and i i don't think that this 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 is going to go away and people are going to forget about it uh and and i just i find it interesting that um 
this is this was sort of an open secret in Hollywood. Everybody there knew about it, but well, because, apparently. because it was so powerful, nobody felt like they could do anything about it. Um, so yeah, when you get the Bill O'Reillys and you get the, the Bill Cosbys and the Harvey Weinsteins and people, I think a lot of people who this has never happened to are quite innocently unaware of, of the amount of this sort of stuff that goes on. And that's why I love this, this Me Too campaign on, on Facebook because, you know, I, I shared a very personal story with you. Uh, and Patty, yeah. Patty, while I was down uh, in in uh, Bend visiting you a few months ago, and I've known you for decades, and and you never knew that about me that no, that had happened to me, and it's you know it's not something people talk about. Um, I think what really gets me is people who 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 don't understand and say, well, why are they why are they speaking up now? Well, <laughs> because there is a lot of fear and a lot of shame. And it's a difficult subject to wrestle if it's happened to you. So I just... well, women have to, you know, have forever had to please men to realize your their ambitions, and sometimes even just to, you know, survive the day they have mm-hmm. had to put up with exploitation. My wife Certainly. told me a story that I, I guess I knew early in our marriage, but I forgot. It was before we were married, actually. So it was a long time ago. Uh, that she worked for a uh, an optometrist, uh, an optometry guy. Uh, she, you know, fitted glasses for people in this shop, and she she talked about how he routinely she had to go in and sit on his lap. Oh my god! And and uh, all this all this stuff. And she told me the story, and I remember she was going. They were going to have a Christmas party or something like that, and I, you know, I wasn't. Um, uh, I we weren't you know, officially um, an item yet, but close enough that I said, no, you're not going to that Christmas party. Yeah. No way. And I wouldn't let her go. Good. Uh, and so we said, but she had to make up an excuse. She couldn't say, I'm not going to go because I, mm-hmm. you're, you're sexually harassing me all the time. Mm-hmm. She had to make some well, other excuse so I, that she could still have her job on Monday. I do hope that this does shine a brighter light on it. I don't think that it will cure anything. Um, I, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know. As a as a man, have you ever been um, privy to uh, situations where you know you know guy talk, locker room talk? Did you ever oh, yeah. feel like, wow, there, this guy might be really pushing the boundaries with me? Not that you, not that you would have been a, been witness to it, but. Um, you know, apparently there were a lot of people in Hollywood who were witness to this sort of behavior and who were male. And what do you do about that? What do you do about that as a guy? It's one thing to have it happen to you as a woman and have to have to deal with the fallout from that. But as a guy who knows that it's wrong, who knows that it's wrong and that your, your, your character, um, would, would demand that you, you know, certainly feel horrible about it, but can you take action? What, what would you do? How do you handle that as a guy? Yeah, I that's a really good question because because there's got to be a certain degree of pressure on you to feel like certainly you know you're one you're of the gonna guys. Be, yeah, you're gonna be tossed out of the man club if right. you if you spill the beans on on this kind of thing. Uh, there is there definitely would be that that kind of pressure. I hope that now at least certainly now I'm grown up enough to to you know uh, call foul on on. Mm-hmm. on anything like that that I would see. But I also have to admit that I'm about the dumbest guy around. 
Uh, there would be people in my workplace, anywhere I work, they could be having affairs together. Mm-hmm. They could practically, they could be on a table writhing around nude, and I wouldn't notice. I just, I was never, I was never looking. I was just kind of always focused on my own thing. And well, I think you bring, I think you bring up a good point because we don't, we're not looking for it because we believe that people aren't doing that kind of crap. And so I I wouldn't believe it if I heard about it. That's true. Exactly. So I think that 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 fact right there hopefully makes people more aware. And and I I hate that people have to be hyper vigilant about it, but maybe that makes you pay attention a little bit more. Um, that if there is somebody around you, I know obviously you and I don't work in an office or a station setting anymore, but I've had people, I have had colleagues in the voiceover industry who've opened up about assault that they've had at the hands of studio owners who they've gone into do voice recordings for. And then of course, recently Taylor Swift doing a, um, a, um, a meet and greet at a radio station and the guy puts his hand on her ass. What the hell is wrong with men? And she yeah. took him to court. I don't know. She took him to court and won a dollar because that's what she wanted to do. But I'm, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I hope that. On the other hand, on the other hand, a, a rather good friend of mine back in the day um, was getting sexually harassed by his boss, a woman, at his workplace, mm-hmm. and it got really, really bad. And he finally had to file some sort of claim and. Uh, and and he largely just got laughed at by people. Uh-huh. They thought it was absurd, and he was made to feel like he like a wimp because he quite justifiably just couldn't take it anymore. And he and he felt I got to I got to do something. They do say, however, that one of the the if you are getting bothered by a boss, especially the boss in a workplace, the last place you should go is to human resources. I know. Because they're going to re- they're going to report to the boss. So that tells me right there mm-hmm. that system isn't very good. Correct. Human yeah. resources person should be completely independent right. from from having to report to anybody. They should exactly. be a, uh, a, a an ombudsman for all of the people in that workplace. Well, look at what, an- look at what they did for Bill O'Reilly. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. sure, you can say, yeah, you know, no, we'll keep you on the air. We'll keep you employed. We're just going to pay all these off. These, these, um, you know, we'll just settle all these little, these pesky little complaints and yeah, yeah keep your job. Because you're making us, but, you're making us a lot of money. And but she's there, not. there was a movie, uh, about that very thing. If you recall with, uh, uh, Demi Moore and, uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, disclosure, where he was being sexually harassed by her. So, I mean, yeah, it doesn't happen nearly as often as it does the as the other way around. Um, you know, uh, men have, have, for the most part, made up the large portion and percentage of predators out there um, against women. And it's it's... It's tiring and and it's shocking, I think, to know the number of women that you know and I know and we all know that have had this situation come come up and it's not fun and and sometimes they just we feel like there's nothing we can do. So I hope, I really do hope that that this is really waking people up. I'll tell you the truth, Pat. I doubt it. I doubt it is, but I yeah. hope it does. I think we're disappointed and so look, many times before. And I look we're at just, my nieces you, and and I and I worry about them and they're growing up and I'm like I just I hope, you know, I just hope nobody does this and and it's not fun to go through, but I think about it a lot. Yeah. 
Well put. I hate to end this on a down note, but uh, this coincidentally, this headline just crossed my desk here. It says, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer says to Santa, Enough already. Keep your hands to yourself. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.